0: Everyone, welcome to another special edition of the Loot Town Supports Trust podcast. I'm Kev, your host, as always, and I'm joined this time from the training ground by Town, I don't know, midfielder, defender. We'll find out <laughs> as we go along. Um, Gabe Osho, Gabe, thanks for uh, giving up some of your time.
1: No worries. I'm happy, happy to talk to you guys.
0: Excellent. Thank you very much. Um, I'll come on to that positional thing in a minute because obviously you arrived as a defender. We've seen you as a midfielder. We've seen you in quite a few different other positions, but Uh, I want to take you right back to when you first came to the club. You'd left Reading, which I guess was a big decision in itself because obviously you came through the ranks there and uh, and everything else and didn't sort of get into the first team straight away. But ironically, your debut was against Reading, which must have been a bit of a weird situation.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so um, when I came, obviously, I came in November. So I was a bit behind in terms of fitness, went on loan to Yeovil. And uh, the, the loan was a month loan, so I've come back and I've seen, like, there's an FA Cup game, and we've had a lot of games in the league, so I was thinking, no way is this going to be my first game, but I don't know, it was a weird feeling playing against them, It's obviously my first game, but uh, I was happy, and we won one nil. so I was buzzing really.
0: And you played defender, so the nil was probably equally as important as the You're one. I'm guessing are, <laughs> the the really weird thing was, in between you leaving Reading and coming, we'd already beat them in the League Cup as well. And so there was a there was a thing that we always seem to get Reading in Cups I anyway, going weird. way back in history. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's crazy. And I'm fully expecting that once this second round of the FA Cup's out of the hat, they'll just pick Reading and Lubin <laughs> and just crack on with it. You know, it's, it's it, it just happens that much. But funnily enough, I think I'm right in saying that your last game for Reading, or one of your last games for Reading was against Luton yeah, in, <laughs> in a game that Luton fans have completely and utterly forgotten because of yeah. the result and it didn't happen apart from we'll talk about it on this podcast very quickly but you was in the Reading team that day it's all very confusing this, isn't it you was in the Reading team that day when you absolutely walloped us yeah. but both of those games were without fans weren't they so it's
1: a yeah, lot different so, now I'm guessing yeah exactly exactly um, I think that was my first league game and in maybe a year, a year and a bit for Reading. So, uh, but we won't talk about it. That's not important anymore anyway. So
0: It's certainly, like I said, it never exists. (laughs) We weren't there.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, And we'll we'll absolutely crack on. What is of interest to me though, start of this season, you've obviously been out on loan to the Oval, you've come back, you've played an FA Cup game, Hmm. then the Gaffer's Sent you out again to Rochdale, which must have been a real learning experience because, unfortunately, Rochdale uh, got relegated last season. Again, fans not being there, I'm sure, had a huge impact on that. But you signed a new deal at the start of this season. So that kind of tells me that you've established yourself at the club now.
1: Yeah, I think um, because, as I said, obviously coming in, when I came in, I was three, four, five months behind the season. Uh So it was hard to kind of break into the team. But obviously I spoke to the manager and he just said, get some game, get some experience, then come back pre-season and, you know, see where we are. So obviously it was a good experience in Rochdale, came back, I mean, and working hard in the off-season. And I just came back in pre-season trying to impress everyone and, you know, seeing that really as my start as a player at Luton Town. Um, so, yeah, I was just happy to be a, to be around and I just worked hard. So, yeah, I was happy when the contract came in.
0: Yeah, I saw a couple of those pre-season games and you you did impress in in those. But we also brought other centre-halves in as well, didn't we? So Mm. was you always confident that you'd get in the side or, you know, I mean, Reese came in, Matty Pearson left, Mm. Reese came in, Tom Lockheed was back from injury and things. There was always competition right from the start, wasn't there?
1: Yeah, 100%. And it was important that I kept in good uh, dialogue with the manager. I was just asking him what he wants me to do, where he thinks I might be able to fit in. Um, So, yeah, I mean... We were, we're going to need a big group of players, a good squad to to go where we want to go in the league this season, anyway. So um, to be involved and to be playing and pushing each other, even in training, uh, was important. The gaffer just said that he wanted me to be around. Um, so yeah, I was happy to do happy to do so.
0: And at this stage, you're firmly a defender, aren't you? You made your league debut for Luton. Uh, the first game of the season yeah. against Peterborough, and I'm not the most technically gifted with my eyes, but pretty sure you played centre back that afternoon yeah. alongside Cal Naismith. Yeah. What was that like? Most importantly, what was that like? Because you got to taste the Kenworth experience for the first time with fans there.
1: Yeah, wow. I mean, I'd heard so much in the preseason about what the what the Kenny was like, and it was literally did not disappoint at all. I mean, there were times in the game I was like, oh my gosh, what's going on here? Like, <laughs> These guys are crazy. <laughs> but um, nah, it was it was a good experience, great experience. And we won that game as well, 3-0. So it was good to get a clean sheet as well on my first league start.
0: I'm just looking down your list of appearances this season. You've made 11 of them, if soccer base is actually telling the truth. And I'm relying on the fact that it is. <laughs> and you've been involved in all of the big wins. The Peterborough game, the Coventry game and the Middlesbrough game were the kind of three biggest wins that yeah. we've had this season. Coincidence or just just <laughs> a big part in all of these weeks?
1: I don't know. I think the, the team just everyone just come together and clicked on them days. So I'm happy to have been involved, of course. <laughs> Good diplomatic
0: <aren't> guy. <laughs> okay, so we've kind of we've got we're going past West Brom now because that's another game that I don't really want to remember too much yeah. of. Um and now we're into a place where the next time we kind of see you. You're in the heart of our midfield, which is kind of like, wow, how's this kind of happen, sort of thing? Yeah. Because you're a defender. Now you've gone into midfield. How did that happen?
1: Um, well, there are a couple preseason pre-season games where I was in there and a couple of times in training, he tried me out in there. And um, I think the first game I played in there was Sheffield United. And he just said he wanted me to do a job and just run about and tackle and just try to get on the ball. And I said, OK, guys, sure, like, I'll give it a bash. But um, obviously, it's a new experience. I've only started playing there, well, my first game in, I don't know, about eight years was against Sheffield United. So um, it's it's new and I'm trying to learn. Obviously, you have to learn quick because the game's come quick. But um, yeah, I was happy. I was happy to be playing there because it's a position I thought I could play in previous, but I just hadn't got the chance.
0: I'm interested in that position, actually, because players that we've had in that position previously with no disrespect because a couple of them are still at the club you're a lot more athletic or at least to the eye you seem to be uh, a lot more athletic than those is that a key attribute to that position
1: uh yeah 100% that's what the uh that's what the gaffer just told me wanted me to do and they said you know you're you're a good athlete you're fit you're strong you can run so just get about and use them uh use them attributes in the, in the game and help us to you know get get possession of the ball break up attacks um so yeah I think that's I think that's my main job in there when I'm playing in there
0: and I saw an interview that you did with Sky Sports shortly after that Sheffield United game where they've gone to town on the fact that you're copying Casemiro honestly Andrea Pirlo, and Golo Conte it's
1: it's crazy because the guy asked me okay cool Who are you? what have you been doing? How have you been learning? I said, yeah, I've just been watching games. I've been watching Casemiro, Kante, Pirlo. I've just been watching them because I had. (laughs) And then I see the next day he's come out and said, he wants to emulate Pirlo, Casemiro. I think, oh my God, the boys are battering me for that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if you're like, if you're half as good as all of those (laughs) three behind we've got one hell of a player on our end. So I'm certainly not complaining by any stretch of imagination, but I take it those, they're, the first two in particular, Casemiro and Conte, they are kind of specialists in that position, aren't yeah, they? Pirlo's yeah. more of an older kind of school yeah, yeah, midfielder, yeah. isn't he? Um, so what is it about those two in particular that you think you can take yeah. out of their games and put into your one?
1: Yeah, just their ball-winning attributes and their contribution to the team in terms of winning possession back, making tackles, you know, stopping attacks. I think that's what, you know. when I started playing in there, I thought that's what my job was. So. Of course, I've watched those because those are the best in the class in in doing that. So, uh, you know, I think I think that those 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 are attributes. You know, the tackling, the the covering for other players, those type of things is what I wanted to try add to my game in that.
0: I also saw that you watch a lot of Champions League finals. To um...
1: that is correct. I can't lie.
0: <laughs> well, I hope you hope you're copying the midfield abilities there, and not the penalty taking. Some <laughs> shocking penalties. I
1: know. I know, I know. Yeah. No. I just I cut it off at pens. Just watch everything before. <laughs> <laughs> good. Good to know. Um, <laughs>
0: Is that what you see yourself now then? Central midfielder? De- Sorry, defensive midfielder. Holding if midf- There's so many terms of it. I yeah, no, play football no. manager and they bring it out. They've got God knows how many terms for it. Yeah. Holding midfielder, defensive midfielder, call it what you will. Is that
1: how you see yourself going forward now? Um, it's tough. It's tough because I play anywhere the gaffer tells me to play and if the gaffer says, OK, cool, we're going to play three at the back and I want you to play right in the three for 10, 15 games in a row, of course, then I'm a defender. So, it's tough. I mean, at the moment I've been playing in there. So yeah, I see myself in there at the moment. And every day I'm trying to just improve in that position, doing extras in that position. But um yeah, I mean, if needed to play at the back, because obviously I've played there for literally all my all my life, all my career. So obviously it's it's hard to just shake that and I still remember obviously because it's impossible not to, but uh, yeah, going forward now in training, I have been training as a midfielder. so yeah.
0: Yeah, that's good to know. Um, obviously, like as, as we said earlier, the competition for places all around the squad is crazy. So yeah, it, yeah. But does, does it benefit you to get sort of in the team, the fact that you've got more than one string to your bow?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think so. It definitely helps. I know the Gaffer sees I me mean, as quite versatile. Um, so, I mean, of course, if I can help the team in any position, I'll, I'll do so in it gets me one minutes on the pitch as well. So whether that's centre-back or midfield, I'll take everything I can get, really.
0: <laughs> and I've seen in games as well, you've started in that midfield role, but then we've made substitutions oh, and things and you filtered back into defence. Oh, I can remember the Blackburn game, which is one of the early ones, uh, recently against Stoke as well, yeah. in another game that I'm not going to mention because that was just not good. Um, <laughs> is it easy to switch in between games? It, it, just, sorry, during the games?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's. I wouldn't say it's easy to switch because it's kind of a a bit of a different mindset in terms of what your jobs are to do in the game. But um, when you're in the game, I mean you're up to the speed. So going back into defense, you know, you still have to tackle, ahead, try and break up the play. So it's similar, and especially because uh, playing in defensive midfield and playing at centre back, it's it's fairly similar, just a little bit higher up the pitch, really. So it's not like it's too much of a difference. So um, yeah, it's not too bad.
0: And we've got a lot of good attacking players in front of you when you're playing that midfield role, haven't we? So is it literally a case of win the ball, give it to them and watch them do their thing?
1: That is pretty much it. That is pretty much it at the moment. But um, yeah, I mean, trying to just develop that and work on my range of passing and, and, and help them start attacks with the, uh, with the back three now. But yeah, just let the players play and just kind of hold it down at the back.
0: And one of those players is Elijah Adebayo, who's getting lots of talk about him at the minute, and rightly so, because he's absolutely on fire. What's yeah. it like having him in front of you?
1: Yeah, it's great. It's great. You see how hard he works every day in training. Literally every day doing extras, coming out, doing second sessions. Um, so it's good to see. And I know a match that you can always count and to give the centre-back tell, whether he's scoring or assisting or just causing havoc, really. So it's good to have him up there.
0: And he's alongside Harry Cornick, who I'm sure you've worked out by now as a fan's favourite. Fans yeah, absolutely yeah. love Harry. <laughs> he's having a much better season this season uh, in terms of goals than yeah. um, last season. I guess he stretches the play and gives more space for you and the other midfielders to operate.
1: Yeah, 100%. 100%. Most most back lines now when we go into uh, the games are a bit wary. They're dropping off already even first minute of the game, which does give everyone else space to play. Um, so, yeah, those two up there just... I wouldn't want to be an opposition defender.
0: <laughs> no. no, I don't think anyone would. That's, um, that's for sure. So yeah. in terms of your game moving forward, then as a midfielder, mm. what are the kind of attributes that you're working the most on at the minute? What, where, where's the biggest improvement to come?
1: Um, just getting into positions to get on the ball. And, you know, when you play in midfield, it's like a midfield, it's like a 360 world. So people are coming from your left, right behind you in front. So just having that awareness, because normally at centre-back, everything just in front of you. You haven't got to worry about someone coming from behind you. So just getting that awareness in and just getting on the ball, because as a centre-back, I thought I was quite a uh, a ball-playing centre-back. So, you know, passing and, and stuff like that comes fairly naturally, but it's just that awareness. So that's what I'm working on at the moment in training.
0: Excellent stuff. Uh, it must be great to play in this team at the minute, because they're playing lovely football. They're really good to watch. So I'm guessing they're equally as good and enjoyable to play in.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, we just base our game on just high energy and you know, creating chances and just putting the opposition under pressure. And everyone in the squad's just on the same page. So even in training, we're going at it every single day. And I mean, I, I feel like it's improving us every day and going into games, we feel positive going into every single game that we can get a result. So yes, it's good to, it's good to be involved in.
0: And obviously we're in the top half of the table, we've been in the top six, we came out of the top six just prior to the international break, Um, but ready for a, another push And Who knows, maybe even get into that top six and stay there?
1: Yeah, 100%. That's that's the aim. I think um in terms of all the statistics and stuff, we are literally a top, top four team, top five team. So it's just having that consistency and just taking the chances and just being able... It's just to find margins, literally, just like Stoke. Just that one chance has gone against us and... Suddenly now we've dropped out at the top five and they're in the top five. So it's just literally razor razor thin margins at the moment that hopefully if we can just sharpen up on between now and Christmas, we can really make a push for the second half of the season.
0: i got a lot of people come at me for the, I mentioned I don't like the way Stoke play and uh, Christ, everyone from (laughs) Stoke came piling in on me. It's it's not good. Um, But is it a compliment to us that they played that way in terms of the fact that they I don't know if they feared us, but, you know, they yeah. were wary of what we've got.
1: Yeah, I think the gaffer mentioned uh, the last two games that we played against them last season were a lot less competitive and they were just really comfortable. So, I mean, it's a credit to us and annoying as it is because we lost the game. So, uh, yeah, it's annoying. But, yeah, I think they definitely had a bit of respect coming to our, to our ground that when they got the lead one up, they did time waste a lot. So, I mean... They want to take this thing out of it, which we're going to have to get used to now because we are a team that's more respected and we are doing better in the league. So, of course, this is what's going to happen. But we just have to find ways to um, to counteract that and still win games.
0: And hopefully we can do that on Friday where we're in front of the television cameras, which means yeah. Sonny's automatically going to score because he always <laughs> scores in front of the TV cameras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As he mentioned, his record in front of the Sky cameras. He hasn't
1: much. mentioned it, but I've heard things, I've heard things. What was it, two and two? Yeah. Three, or three? I don't know what it is
0: he scored four goals for the club and they've all been in front of the sky cameras. I don't know what he does when the sky camera's aren't there but you know I mean that's for you guys to to work out but another (laughs) tough game QPR away Um, but a game that I mean we gave them a good game last season last day of last season Um, certainly a much more improved performance than the time we were down there in our first season in the championship so I guess you guys aren't going there fearing anything but um, I mean it's a tough game
1: yeah yeah we're not we're not fearful but we Have respect because we know they have good players. I think they are, uh, I think they're sick in the league, so we know they have good players and we know they've got ability, we know they can hurt us. But I think the difference between now and previous times at the club is that we're thinking what we can do to them, uh, which is what we've been working on and training. I think we can cause them a lot of problems, but yeah, they're a good team. I think it'll be a good game,
0: yeah. Hopefully, yeah, that's the case. You're going to be backed by probably a sold-out away end, as I'm sure you're getting used to uh, in the away games and things like that, and there's a certain striker at QPR that probably isn't going to get the best reception, so if you can keep him quiet, Mr Gray, that would be, uh, <laughs> yeah. that, that would be doubly uh, advantageous. Um, but the, the kind of season as a whole, just to um, wrap things up, what are your aims personally, and just how far do you think that the club can go this season?
1: Yeah, my aim, is personally, just to to play as many games as I can for the club and help the club achieve its goals, and which is, you know, seeing if we get to the playoffs. I think this season, when we look around and at the league, I don't think there are many teams that are that much that much better than us. I mean, the league lead was Bournemouth, we lost two one, gave away probably two chances, and and that was it. And even the second half, we were all over and West Brom start wasn't so good, but it was three, two defeat, maybe one of the hardest grounds to go away to. So uh, we look around and we see, for example, Coventry as well, they're fourth. You know, they came to our ground and we didn't. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I mean, we look around and we we do see real potential in our squad and what we can do in the in the league this season. So, I mean, I just want to be a part of that and just help the team out and everywhere I can, really.
0: Lied, there's one last question because I've just read my own handwriting. Um, <laughs> On the horizon is a new stadium. How exciting is that?
1: That is exciting for everyone in the club. Um, we've heard that the planning things just been accepted now. So, I mean, we're already kind of looking forward to it. But um, hopefully, fingers crossed, we can be in the Prem by the time that arrives. But that, yeah, that's the goal. So that's what everyone's looking forward to now. Just hopefully having that new future and, you know, bigger future with the club.
0: It's fantastic to look forward to both a new stadium and potentially being in the Premier League. Uh, Gabe, thanks very much for giving me some of your time this afternoon. Really appreciate that. I wish you all the best for the remainder of the season. Really looking forward to seeing your development in that midfield role in particular. And I hope that your personal aims, the team's aims and all of our hopes and expectations can be realised. All the best both for Friday night and for the season ahead, mate.
1: Thank you very much. Thank you very much.